Hello and welcome to the Helmet to Helmet podcast. I'm Jack Sheldon, here with Jack Thompson and Charlie McAworth. Say hi, boys. What's up? Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Free agency begins on March 17th, so today we're going to take you through our top five free agents of the 2021 off-season. Let's get into it. So free agency is about to kick off. Um, I've got my top five kind of most intriguing for me um, free agents. Um, obviously, I know you, you boys have got your own as well. So should we get going? Who wants to go first? So I'll start us off. Um, for me, my first one is Alan Robinson, wide receiver for the Chicago Bears. If the Bears don't franchise tag Robinson, I could see Baltimore as being a real good landing spot for him. Last year, Robinson had 1,250 yards. Uh, with 102 receptions and only three drops, so it's real reliable. Baltimore have no clear wide receiver one, and Lamar Jackson's begging for one, so I think if they could unite, it could become 2021's version of Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen. So number two, I'm going Will Fuller. Green Bay Packers would be a great landing spot for Will Fuller. It would satisfy his needs and also the needs of Aaron Rodgers. He's a great wide receiver too and could complement Devontae Adams. Fuller had 879 yards last year with eight touchdowns. I don't believe Valdez, Scanling and Lazard are suitable wide receiver twos. This could really resolve Green Bay's failure to address wide receivers in the draft. So that's my second. Aaron Jones. I can't see him re-signing with the Packers as AJ Dillon showed some serious dominance towards the end of last year. I think Jones would be a great starter at at Atlanta with Todd Gurley's contract expiring. He showed some great explosiveness throughout his periods at Green Bay, so Aaron Jones to Atlanta. This is an interesting one, my my fourth. Leonard Fournette. Tampa Bay have got several free agents this year to pay, including Chris Godwin and Levante David, which begs the question, how are they going to pay for them all? With James Conner leaving Pittsburgh, could that be the ideal location for Fournette? They used to be a really good running team. Last year, they kind of lent on Ben, which became their downfall. Fournette's shown his dominance throughout the last two years in the league, and I think it would be a great acquisition for Pittsburgh to get him. Lastly, it wouldn't be a helmet-to-helmet podcast without the mention of the Dallas Cowboys. Richard Sherman. Corner is a serious issue in Dallas, and we've acquired we acquired Diggs last year, and we're likely to pick up a corner in Caleb Farley or Patrick Sertain this year. Sherman would be a great teacher and leader in that cornerback room for less experienced players, having played in the Legion of Boom. What are your thoughts on those five boys? I really like that. That was good. That was good. I mean, a lot of a lot of kind of people and a lot of landing spots I hadn't kind of thought of. Alan Robinson for me is is on my list. He's not he's not number one. Um, but Baltimore, I'd be surprised if any free agent wide receivers picked Baltimore as a landing spot. I really, really would, just because they know for a fact their targets are cut down by almost half. They they just run the ball. It would be interesting to see. I think they have to probably draft one to get one to go there, or they just pay one just ridiculous amounts of money. But again, we'll see on that one. I'll go into what I thought about Robinson, because he's on my top five too. But yeah, I think the thought of Lamar Jackson throwing to Robinson all season is just going to be a nightmare for defences throughout the yeah. league. I think that's a solid, solid landing spot for him. So yeah, good shot, mate. 
especially as he'd be one-on-one almost every down as well. Because again, with Baltimore, they just they just teams are just trying to stop the run and then have a QB spy up to follow to follow Jackson. So I wouldn't wouldn't think it'd be a bad idea. I think Jackson needs to work on his accuracy, but Allen uh, Robinson's one of those big body wide receivers with a big catch radius. So that would be a good landing spot. So my second was Will Fuller to the Green Bay Packers. I mean, there was talk of Will Fuller going to the Packers mid-season just before the trade deadline. Uh, never materialised. The Packers just didn't do anything um, with it. I, again, would be a good landing spot for it. I'm sure Aaron Rodgers would absolutely love it, especially if they lose Aaron Jones. Because, um, I, again, I, he's on my list, but I don't expect him to go back to Green Bay. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, Will Fuller. But, I mean, if, if Will Fuller leaves the Texans, what? <laughs> who's going to play for them <laughs> so they're going to have no one um, that's the difficulty um, so I, I don't know that if, if I was the Texans I, I would be doing whatever I could to keep some talent on my roster uh, he's a bit injury prone though so I'm not sure um, what about you on, on that one Jack what do you think I think if Watson stays with the Texans then Fuller will stay I think that would be one of the requirements that Watson has you know if you want me to stay in this team I want Fuller to stay. He's a reliable uh, wide receiver. They show good production together. Yeah, I don't think he goes anywhere. But if he had to, I'd say Green Bay was probably a good link. But overall, I think if Watson's going to stay with the Texans, then Fuller stays with the Texans too. Nice. Aaron Jones to Atlanta. I like that because the Falcons need a solid running back. And I think that Green Bay are in a position now where they can sort of decide whether they want to invest in proven elite talent at running back like Jones or whether they want to stick with a decent rotation that's going to be a lot cheaper in AJ Dillon and Jamal Williams. So I think that's a that could be a likely move actually if they do decide to trade Jones. Mm, I have him going um, somewhere slightly different, but I think the Falcons would be a decent spot for him. I mean, we all know the Falcons can't close out a fourth quarter lead, so how better to do that than get a, a top quality running back that can get you those first downs that you need? Um, so no, I do like that move yeah. for them. So, Lenny to Pittsburgh? I'm not sure. Because it depends a lot on whether Juju leaves. Yeah, it does. I think Juju will leave. I think they've got enough weapons. I think they'll go, they've got Claypool on a, on, a, on a rookie contract. So, I think um, I think obviously Fournette at running back. But they need to address their O-line. Their QB situation is, is odd. And um, they've got Big Ben, but he could be gone at any time. There's even talk of Big Ben getting cut. Um, and I did, after the Super Bowl, Bruce Arians, obviously there's a lot of free agents. And then we've got Gronk and Antonio Brown as part of that list as free agents at Tampa Bay. Um, yeah. I think they'll try and keep as many of them as possible. People like Gronk and Antonio Brown aren't looking to make a lot of money. What they're looking to do is win Super Bowls. And I think a lot of the players at Tampa Bay will want to stay and try and go back to back because uh, Tom Brady will want them there. Um, Tom Brady needs as much help as he can get. He is old. Um, so I, I think he'll probably stay. My only thing is James Connor is a free agent this year as well from Pittsburgh. And also Ronald Jones as well a more than capable running back for yeah. Tampa Bay and was actually running back one throughout the whole of the regular season. So is he yeah. as important as the names that we've listed? I don't think so. But Well, I think if you look at Pittsburgh as a landing spot, yeah. do they have the capital to bring in Fournette? Do they have the need if they sign Connor again? I don't think they'll sign Connor. That's, what, that's why I mentioned Juju. I think if they sign him, you take up a lot of capital. Yeah. 
um, salary cap space, etc. And you don't think they'll sign James Conner? I don't think that's I do. They've got that Conner. Snell, but I don't know how good no. it is. So, well, I, the problem is their offensive line can't run block, so it's going to be quite difficult. Regardless of any running back you bring in, I think they need to get some some sort of some O line that can run block. Obviously, Mike Pouncey um, has retired as well, their centre. So I think they've got other areas to look at um, before running back. Yeah. Um, who was your last one, number five, John? You should remember the last one, mate. Richard Sherman to the Cowboys. I like that. It addresses a big need on the Cowboys. Yeah, I think it addresses it addresses a need. It gives you someone in the um, in the defensive backs room that can talk through the younger guys. Um, one thing it does, however, give you is two cornerbacks on either side in Diggs and Richard Sherman, who will just get beaten on go routes all day. Um, he's not got the speed left anymore. There's a reason why he's he's probably going to get uh, he's going to leave the 49ers. Um, so, and you'd struggle to put him in the slot as well. He'd get eaten up in the slot. So we'll see. I think he will carry on playing. Whether he's that useful in terms of playing time, I don't know. He's probably more useful in the sense of it in the film room. But knowing Richard German, he'll he'll prove me wrong um, at the end of the year. So, so there you go. All right then, Jack, your your top five then. Number one, Daki P. I have him staying in Dallas, but I think this is the biggest free agent out there. And I think yeah. everybody would agree with that. So I had to put him in as number one. But what happens with him? That's the biggest question. I think he won't leave. I highly, highly doubt that the Joneses let that go. But I also don't think they'll come to a contract agreement, which pains me to say. Um, I hope they do. My prediction is that if they do, he'll sign a four-year deal for 160 mil. That's my prediction. But the most likely scenario here, I think, is that they tag him again, which would make me cry. It's soul-destroying to watch. But yeah, I think Dak Prescott's the biggest free agent out there at the moment. So I've got him signing a deal. Don't think he pro- don't think he will. That's just my prediction. But yeah, I think they'll franchise it, tag him. But yeah. So what do you guys think about that? He was my number one, to be honest. I had him on my list as number one free agent just to purely rattle your cages. But you've done that for me. So thanks, Jack. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think... Again, he doesn't go anywhere, so he was top on my list, but is he really a free agent if he's just going to stay with the team um, and get franchise tagged? Or, or are they going to sign him to a long-term deal? Who, who knows? But yeah, he's easily the number one free agent for me. Um, he's obviously one of the most talented players and he, and he plays at the position that is most valued in the league. So number one for me as well, Dak. And, and I think he stays in Dallas. I don't think there's any way he leaves. For me, I'd like him to stay, but the figure that Jack just mentioned is astronomical. Four years, 160 million. That's his market value, though. Is it his right market now. value, though? For me, he's he's a top ten quarterback, but he's not in. He, he's lower down that order, and paying him 40 million a year. Would I rather see you get another quarterback that isn't going to cripple us for the next five years? For me, yeah, because I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan over a Dak Prescott fan. I cannot believe my ears. So. Treason. I like Dak, but he's not. He's not forty million. Aaron Rodgers is forty million. Patrick Mahomes is forty million. Deshaun Watson's nearly forty million. Dakie P. Sorry, mate. I'm not paying you more than thirty six max. <laughs> I just can't believe. Can't believe it. I'm gonna have to sort of. I'm gonna have to drink that one in for a second. But if <laughs> you got it too, Jack. Yeah, this is just going to have to be a conversation for a different podcast episode, I think. But yeah, at number two, I've got Chris Godwin. 
I would like to see him move just for the shock factor, but I think he stays in Tampa Bay. See the Bruce Arians quote, your ass ain't going nowhere. And I think he gets tagged. I don't think they sign him to a longer term deal. Um, I think he gets 15.8 million in 2021. So yeah, Chris Godwin staying in Tampa Bay is the number two biggest free agent for me. Yeah, I've got Godwin on my list too. Um, I'm of the agreement with you. He doesn't go doesn't go anywhere. I don't think. I think they probably franchise tag him, and that's about a 15.8 mil um, tag. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, so I, I think he stays in Tampa again. It's it's the same as we just spoke about with Charlie's. I think Tom Brady makes them keep a lot of these guys, um, and and Godwin's yeah. one of those that I think Brady will be pushing quite hard to keep on the roster. So I like that one too. I, I don't think Godwin stays. I think they've got too many weapons anyway. You're going to have to start paying them all this money. How are you paying them all, boys? Where's the money coming from? You want to watch the world burn, Charles. Tom Brady's earning one million a year. Not all these people are going to be taking team-friendly deals. Not all of and them, And for no. me, Godwin's one of them. Well, he doesn't have a choice if he gets tagged. No, that's true. I think they'll tag him and anyway. And they can afford to do it, yeah. 15.8 mil against the cap isn't heavy for them. So I think Godwin stays in Tampa Bay and gets franchise tag. Yeah, for a receiver, it's not too bad. Who's not your number one, though? That's quite a bit. Godwin goes for me. Yeah, so moving on, I really liked Alan Robinson to look at. I, th- I do think he stays with the Bears on my list, but now that I've heard Charlie's thoughts going to the Ravens, I think that's a solid, solid shout. I just think the Bears can't afford to lose their best wide receiver. Um, if you look at what he's done, the production he's put up with QBs like Trubisky and Bortles when he was with the Jags, um, Players like that thrown to him, I just think Alan Robinson is a solid WR1. Um, I think the Bears draft a QB in round one, maybe Mac Jones, something like that, trying to rejuvenate their offence. So I think they're going to keep Robinson in-house as the go-to option for the new QB. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that one. I don't think the Bears can let Robinson go. I think it's another $18, uh, $18 million um, dollar tag. Uh, I don't think they can let him go if they're serious about improving that QB room, How <laughs> get a rookie QB or, or get someone else in. Um, how are you going to get any anyone interested in coming if your number one wide receivers just walked out the door? Yes, same here. I think they'll uh, I think they'll franchise tag him. My yeah. theory would be if they didn't, I can't see them not doing it. It's just a bit of an exciting thought. Yeah, that yeah. He, he goes to Baltimore. Yeah, well, yeah, him and the Ravens would be would have been would be good to see. Um, obviously, as, as I said, it, that's a kind of what we want what we want to see. I think obviously the Bears want to see something slightly different. So. No, Dom will be happy about hearing that Alan Robinson will stay. So at number four, I've got Kenny Galladay. I think he gets franchise tagged by the Lions for 15.8 million and then traded to Jacksonville. I think they are going to want to get a solid wide receiver one when they bring Lawrence in. A proven talent and someone that can bring a bit of experience to the um, locker room. I think something like pick 33 or pick 45 and a big contract will get will be enough to get Galladay in well as a mammoth contract obviously they're going to pay the man so yeah I think uh, Galladay traded to Jacksonville after getting tagged by the Lions for me I think that's a good move I think Jacksonville's wide receivers they're not actually that bad they've got DJ Chark LaVisca Chenault they're they're, they're two decent wide receivers but I wouldn't mind them seeing I wouldn't mind seeing them get a good wide receiver one yeah it just shows up the wide receiver call they've got at the moment I think adding someone like Galladay is a solid move for that for that team uh, Galladay's not in my top five, but he was on the list that was just kind of under that. Um, the difficulty I have, I read a story yesterday where he said he wants to go to somewhere that's set up to win now. So, uh, obviously, Jacksonville, with a new rookie QB, are they set up to win now? Probably a few years away. Uh, again, 
Where he ends up, I don't know. He, it's pretty obvious to me he's not going to be with the Lions, though. Um, they're in a full rebuild mode, I think. Yeah. And then at fifth, I had Trent Williams. There's two things I can see happening here. Either he signs a mammoth contract. Um, I'm talking about the tackle here for the 49ers, yeah. by the way, guys. Yeah. And there's plenty of cap space due to free up for the 49ers since almost... This is an interesting start. Almost every DB is set to hit free agency for the 49ers. I think there's yeah. one that isn't going to. Yeah, it's one of their safeties. I can't remember his name, though. Yeah, so I think he signs a 80 mil contract over four years to stay with the 49ers. But an interesting trade move that you guys might want to talk about is the Bengals. I think they sign an O-tackle. Instead of drafting a rookie, they sign a proven tackle to just keep Joe Burrow from getting destroyed every game. Yeah, I wouldn't hate that for, for Burrow. I enjoy watching him play, so getting him protected um, would be great to see. I think it would be a shame to watch the Bengals waste such a talent without just, yeah. just by not being able to protect him. Um, and obviously coming off that injury, that's even more important. For me, I'm looking forward to seeing who the Bengals draft. At, I think it's third overall, isn't it, that they're picking. It'd be interesting to see Burrow and uh, Jamar Chase be reunited in Cincinnati. I would get it if they took Penai Saul. Are there any tackles that they get later in the draft? I don't know how deep this draft class is at tackle. I know there's that... Uh, Rish- Slater. Rashawn Slater. Yeah, Rashawn Slater. He He's there, but I think he'll be a first-rounder. I'm looking forward to seeing who the Bengals pick, to be honest. I think Penai Saul or Jamar Chase would both be fantastic uh, draft picks. My move is assuming that they go Jamar Chase, to be honest. I think if you've got Burrow... Chase sign a solid tackle in free agency like Williams. You know you're setting the foundations there for a really really good team. So yeah, and also AJ Green's going, isn't he? He's a free agent as well. But they've got Tyler Boyd and and they had um the second rounder who's from Clemson and his name is T Higgins. T Higgins. So I think they've got some receivers. I think obviously if I was Burrow, I'd be I'd be wanting to stay upright a bit more than having Chase. But the Bengals have an, an interesting position. I think that you could quite easily see them trade back and just take some capital. But the tackles yeah. the tackles in the draft, there is one clear number one, and that's Penisal. Uh, after that, the talent drop-offs is pretty severe. Um, so it just depends on on the Bengals and how they view the, the other prospects, I think. But yeah, good top five for me there, Jack. Should I get on to mine, boys? Let's rattle through them. I know a lot of mine are probably the yeah, same as yours. Yeah, go. Uh, so number one, I had Dak, um, just to rattle UK, just as I said. But my number, my actual number one was Aaron Jones. Uh, as I said, uh, I don't, I don't see him staying in Green Bay with the pieces they have uh, as well. Uh, and I'd like to see them probably shore up the defensive side of the ball if they are going to lose Jones. I think they need to get some more pass rush going. Their their secondary is good though, uh, and I can see him going to Miami. Miami have a decent run game, um, but one thing they don't have is any sort of really outstanding backs to really help their their sort of young quarterbacks, whoever it may be this year, if Tua stays, if they get Watson or, or they draft another one, they've got so many options. Their O-line does need some improvement though. So I'd like to see him in Miami. I think that'd be a good fit. Uh, number two, I had Godwin. Again, I think he stays with the Bucks on that tag um, just because I think that Brady kind of gets him to keep him. Three, I had Trent Williams, the 49ers, we're only projected to have 13.5 million in cap at the end of this year. And that's obviously they've got to sign a lot of their secondary and, and Trent Williams as well. Uh, and that's with an unresolved QB situation. If they can trade Jimmy G this offseason, I think Williams stays. If they can't offload Jimmy G's contract, I don't see how they can keep, keep him. So it'll be an interesting one to watch. Uh, number four for me was Shaq Barrett. 
Um, obviously, he's one of the sort of premier defensive ends uh, and, and pass rushers in the league at the moment. Uh, again, I don't think I don't think the Bucks let him go. Um, it'd be interesting to see if they do because obviously a lot of teams are going to be wanting his services. Um, but yeah, I think he stays with the Bucks. Uh, and lastly, I had Alan Robinson. As we've already discussed, I don't think the Bears let him go. But I, I would like to see him with a quarterback that can actually get him the ball as, as sort of as often as he's open. Uh, I think he could, he could do a lot more damage than what he does in, in Chicago. So Baltimore would be interesting to move, but I, I, I don't think he gets enough for the ball there either. Uh, so that's my top five. Obviously, we've got a few honourable mentions on my list. I had JJ Watt that we spoke about last week. Um, the Packers apparently are showing very little interest, and that's because I think they're trying to figure out what they're going to do with Aaron Jones first, whether they're going to have the cap space. Um, but I think he probably ends up in Cleveland. I think he's quite enjoying his free agency. I uh, had Kenny Galladay and Juju. Juju, I think, is going to the Jets. And he's going to get a big deal. They've got a lot of cap space to be able to sign some receivers. Is he worth it, though? That's the question that I'd be asking is the Jets. Yeah. I think the Jets is are in a position. Worth it? I think the Jets are in a position where they can find out. They can pay him and find out. They've got so much cap space. Yeah, I liked your move from Jones to Miami. Yeah. Not sure if that happens this season, I think. I think they're in the market for a running back, but I also think that they need to just solidify who they're playing at QB before they move on to anything like that. You've got to sort out the most important position on your football team. And Ryan Fitzpatrick's a free agent as well. Um, I'd expect Miami to re-sign him on a one-year, sort of 10, 10 to 12 mil. Yeah. Keep him keep him there behind Tua if, if that is the situation. But yeah, sticking with Tua and then moving to Jones, I think it's a nice move. See, for me, I feel a bit bad in the criticism I've given Tua because I think about his weapons, and he doesn't really have many. He's got Devontae Parker, but he's got no running game. Yeah, I think we've, I think I've, I've particularly been unfair on him. I know Jack mentioned that we need to shore up the quarterback, but we always talk about well, we've been talking about Trevor Lawrence, and oh yeah, we need to get him some weapons, and we need to make sure he's comfortable. Well, two has come into a situation where his defense is hot, but yeah. he hasn't got any any real weapons. So I'd like to see Tua surrounded with a few pieces that he can use and then we can get a bit of a clear indication of how good he is. Yeah, I think I think Charlie's sort of seen Tua and, and has sort of seen a bit of him. Obviously, I know he didn't play all year. I think the jury's still out on him, to be honest. I think he had no training camp. He was coming off a big injury in college. Um, I think this year is really the year they, they have to watch him play the whole season. Um, yeah. and, and I'll be there to watch it. It's weird watching a left-handed QB, though. Um, there hasn't been too many since yeah, I've been it watching. It's very strange. I like it. Um, and again, I think that that um, I did a, bit of, did a bit of reading and I think um, some of the receivers, because the ball obviously spirals the opposite way. So it's completely opposite, like the feeling of catching the ball. And you, you can have some receivers that do struggle catching from lefties. So I think he stays, um, I think, to be honest, Miami keep him. I don't think they get Watson. So yeah, top five free agents um, from all of the boys for the year. Uh, any sort of honourable mentions that you had? I know I had a couple, so anyone else that you kind of got your eye on? I think it's interesting what you said about JJ Watt. Yeah. You said Green Bay's been quiet. That's kind of their fashion. They don't get into bidding wars. They go about their business very quietly. So I wouldn't write JJ Watt going to Green Bay off altogether. I just think that's the way that Green Bay tend to do their business. I don't want to get stuck in a bidding war. Interestingly, I read that JJ Watt isn't looking to take a pay cut. He wants to join a big team, but he still wants... He still wants a wedge, so that might have a bit of an impact. Um, interesting, really. I thought, I thought he'd want to. He's made his money. I thought he'd want to go to a contender, but we'll see. Yeah, I'm sure we'll hear more about JJ Watt in the coming weeks, boys. Um, but that's all we've got time for today. We hope you enjoyed the show.
Go follow our Instagram as always at Helmet to Helmet Podcast UK. And we'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Peace. Peace.